You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Cross and you're listening to another episode of Coaches Connection Podcast. This show is for you if you are a coach or a consultant and you want to take your business to the next level. Whether you've just started up your coaching practice or you've been coaching for a while and you've hit it an income ceiling. I regularly share small business marketing, mindset, business development tips and strategies to help you get noticed, get hired and get paid what you're worth. And this is episode number 25. What have I got in store for you today? Well, today I want to talk about speaking. Now, have you just gone, oh, speaking, don't like to speak in public? Well, you're certainly not the only one. I know that many, many people fear public speaking. In fact, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld who said at a funeral, most people in the audience would rather be in the coffin then up on stage giving the eulogy because of their fear of public speaking. Now, I've got a secret to share with you. I have always loved public speaking. Even as a child at primary school, you know, where you have that show and tell. I used to love putting together ideas on what I was going to talk about and then be able to get up in front of friends in my class and be able to share a message with them. And, you know, I come from a line of teachers and I guess teachers... We need to get out in front of, of a group of people. So I can't really say that I've had the fear. Although having said that, I still do get nervous when I get up in front of a group because I want to make sure that I give my best, that people can take away ahas, insights to support them in taking that message and applying it in their lives and in their business so that they can reach out and live their full potential. And I know that even many, many people who speak on a regular basis, they too can get some butterflies in their tummy. So if you're someone who gets a little bit nervous as well, don't worry, all of us do too that regularly speak. So I really want to talk about that more in today's episode. I also have a question that was sent in to me by Eli T, where he asked the question, how do I find loyal customers? So I want to make sure that I spend some time focusing on that question. And if this is something that you're interested in, finding out where your ideal client is and, and how to find them, then this certainly is going to be a benefit for you. And of course, as I do every week, I'll end today's show with an inspirational tip to keep you motivated and powered towards achieving your goals this week. So without any further ado, let's get stuck into today's topic. So this year, if you want to take your message out in a far bigger way, you want to stand out in a far bigger way and make an impact, 
in the lives of so many more people, then speaking in public is certainly one method that I encourage you to implement within your communications wheel and your influence and impact marketing strategy. Speaking is such a great way to get your message out there because it uses what we call a one-to-many model. Many of us know what networking is like. We go to various networking opportunities and we may have an opportunity to speak to a number of different people. For instance, last night I went to a networking group. It was fabulous. Lots of other ambitious women there sharing their passion about their business. And I could really feel there was a buzz and excitement in the room, which is really exciting. There would have been about, hmm, I'd say about 50 to 60 women there. And within the short amount of time, there was just no way that I could get around to all of those people in the room. In fact, we had at the beginning of the event, oh, about uh, 20 minutes worth of networking opportunities where we could meet with the group. Then we went into another area and a guest speaker spoke to us. And then at the end of the evening, of course, we had some other time. But I spoke to, I would have to say, about four people in that time. Because my strategy is with networking, and this is a tip which is a little off topic from the speaking, but I want to share with you so that it's helpful for you. I normally go with the intention of meeting and having an opportunity to speak to people and really start up a conversation and and show that I'm interested in them. So I don't just flit around the room and try and get as many business cards as I can. I really want to have quality conversations with people. And I managed to do about four or five connections that night. And it was fantastic. Met some incredible women and uh, certainly looking forward to working with them down the track. So that's networking. And here I am at an event and I've met four people, four or five people. Now, out of that four or five people, the great connections, great relationships. But if I'm looking for the potential for clients, you know, some of those people may not necessarily be my client. Now, if you compare networking to speaking, and if I had have been the speaker at the front of the room that night or last night, I would have had the potential to connect on a deeper level with 50 or 60 of those people. And from those 50 or 60 people, the people who were my ideal clients who resonated with my message and wanted to learn more, have deeper ahas and insights, they would have put their hand up to get more information from me and connect with me on social media and and so forth. And that's what can happen for you. That's what we talk about when we refer to the one-to-many model When you speak, whether it be face-to-face or whether it be virtually, such as webinars, tally seminars, tally summits, all of those virtual where you are speaking to literally thousands of people who may be on the call live or even listening to a recording of your talk, then that means that you are reaching out and you are touching the lives of many, many more people, which I think is really exciting. So you can really build your visibility in a far more powerful way. So I certainly encourage you if uh, speaking is something that you've tended to shy away from or you've put it aside, it's in the too hard basket, I really encourage you that let this be the year that you step out courageously, you take that step of faith and then start to really get out there and start speaking to communicate your brand. Another way that speaking can really help build your business and take your coaching practice, your coaching business to the next level 
is because not only does it build your visibility, it also builds your credibility and celebrity. There's something about being on stage when you are on stage that people see you automatically as the authority in your field, as a specialist in your field, because you are there speaking. Now, of course, you have to have a specific message. It needs to be well put together. You need to have that level of confidence. All of those things can certainly be developed if you're just starting out and you're not really too sure about what you should be doing and so forth. But really, there is that level of credibility and celebrity that you get instantly because of being on stage. And then you start to become part of people's conversation. They may not necessarily be ready to hire you yet, but then down the track, because they've heard you, if they're ready to make a decision, you already are someone who they've heard, they've listened to and developed that level of respect for. Or even if they're not your ideal client, if they're speaking or networking with someone who does have a need and you've made such a great impression on that contact, guess who they are going to recommend to their colleague or the person in need of your services and your support? You, of course. So it's such a great way to build that credibility and a celebrity as well. And that supports you in getting out there and getting paid what you're worth for the level of brilliance that you offer your clients. And speaking is certainly going to help you do that. That group of 50 to 60 people at the event that I mentioned I went to last night a great strategy when you do your signature talk, that's the way that I refer to it to my clients, is they develop a signature talk, which they continue to deliver to various groups. And they then build this level of expertise very, very quickly and often get other opportunities and invitations to speak. But if you strategize beforehand in your signature talk, the various offers and call to actions that you have, speaking is a great way to generate leads. That is to get contact details of your ideal client so that you can continue to develop the know, like and trust elements that are very, very important when you are nurturing a prospect at someone who may have just heard about you to becoming a client. And there's a cycle that you go through and that cycle is then nurtured via your keep in touch strategy. Now, what do I talk about when generating leads and how can that be done? Well, I support clients in developing what I call an irresistible signature giveaway. And that could be a checklist. It could be an audio series. It could be anything that speaks to your brilliance. So it needs to be on target with the topic and relevant to your ideal client. But it's something that as you talk about creates a desire in your audience to want to get that resource. But it is a free resource. It's not giving away all of your information. In fact, it's only just touching the surface. But it's enough information to showcase your expertise and it is also going to allow that person, the reader or the listener or however you're developing the um, that irresistible signature giveaway, they are really seeing your expertise and you're building an even more higher or deeper level of credibility in their eyes because of the information that you're sharing with them. But the way that they access your giveaway is by giving you their details. So they become part of your community on your list and you can continue to leverage and nurture that relationship with your keep in touch strategy and of course your influence and impact marketing messages and so forth. Sometimes it can take months before someone who has just put up their hand, signed up for your free 
gift and your you know signature giveaway to become a client. I remember sharing a story quite some time ago where uh, in my career coaching practice, I had a weekly newsletter. Someone signed up for that. This has often be the case, but this is one particular example. And this gentleman had been on my list for over 18 months. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he contacted me via email. He said, Anne-Marie, I'm now ready to move forward. How do we get started? And had I thought about this particular person when he got on my list and thought, well, he'll never hire me. You know, it's been months and months and months since uh, he first signed up and I still haven't got any business from him. If I'd have gone with that attitude, I would not have continued to develop the newsletters, to showcase my expertise and to be top of mind so that when he was ready to move forward, make that shift in his career, guess who he thought of first? Me, because I had regularly communicated with him, kept in touch with him and continued to showcase and confirm in his mind that I was an expert in my field and that he wanted to work with me. And that's the kind of results that you can get to when you have an irresistible signature giveaway, you have an ongoing communication strategy, the keep in touch strategy, so that people can continue to develop that relationship with you. So when they're ready to move forward, guess who they're going to contact? You, of course. A signature talk is going to allow you to get that ball rolling. Another way that a signature talk is so good at helping you build your business is that people in the audience may not necessarily be a client or a prospective client. They may be a prospective JV partner. What's a JV partner? A JV partner is a joint venture partner. This is where you collaborate with someone. They have a level of expertise. It's complementary to you. They have a database that of your ideal clients. And because you provide a complementary service, they invite you to then share your program with their audience. And from there, you know, an affiliate fee is, is paid to them for giving you the opportunity to speak in front of their crowd. Another way a JV partnership may look like is where the two of you come together, you bring your unique expertise to the table and you develop another program or a product and in unison then you go out and market that program or that product so that a completely separate program is created and then launched to market. That's another JV opportunity as well. And those are probably the two most popular JV partnerships that I've had and that I've been a part of and that a number of clients have certainly implemented those kind of JV partners. You may also find that people in the audience, as you're giving your signature talk, may be so impressed by the message that you're sharing that they want to invite you to speak with other groups that they're members of, or maybe they are event organizers and they're looking for a guest speaker. They loved hearing what you had to share and they want to get you in front of their audience as well. So it's a great opportunity and continues to just create more opportunities for you to really communicate your brilliance and communicate your brand. So that's another benefit. Another benefit of speaking is that it really does continue to build your self-confidence. 
because of the fact that your business is continuing to grow, you're generating leads, you're getting out there and you're speaking to multiple people at the same time. So this is a real leveraged strategy that you can use. And as you do that, and as you continue to see the results, as you know, you want to have all of the right strategies in place, of course, then you will find that your level of confidence is just going to skyrocket. So that's really exciting as well. So I mentioned that when you have a signature talk, you need to have all the right systems in place because you can get up and speak in front of an ideal group of your ideal clients and give an incredible talk. They are inspired, they are motivated, they love you, they love what you've said, and off they go back to their offices feeling fantastic, ready to conquer the world. But you've got no contact names to follow up with, you've got no hands up to further contact, you know, connect with them and have conversations with them, and you certainly don't have any program or product orders. And even though it's a great presentation, if you're not walking away with names, contact details, orders, people who put their hand up that, yes, they want to know more about your program, then that's not generating you the best result. That's not building momentum for you. So you need to have some key things in place before you even go out there and to deliver your signature talk. This is something that I'm so excited about is a free three-part training series that uh, I'm going to be launching in the next month. So keep your ears out and I'll certainly share the link with you. But for now, I just want to give you a heads up. The date for the three-part training series will start at the end of April. So that'll be the 24th of April, which is in Australia. So that'll be the 23rd if you're from the US and will be once a week. So the following Thursday on the 2nd of May and the last Thursday will be the 8th of May. And of course, that'll be Wednesday if you're in the US. So make sure you pencil those dates in your diary. So keep an ear out for one of the closest shows to that date. If you're not yet connected with me on my Facebook page, make sure you do that too, because I'll be announcing once the registration page goes live, I'll be announcing that on my Facebook page too, which you'll find at facebook.com forward slash Anne Marie Cross Branding. So make sure you get across there, like my page, and then of course, say that you want to get the feed so that you can see when all of those dates are released and the registration page is open. Some of the things that I'll be talking about are the common mistakes that I see, key areas that many people who are using speaking to build their brands and, and build their business, the things that they're not doing that they should be doing. So certainly going to share lots of tips and strategies for you if you're going to be very useful to support you in using speaking to build your business and your brand. Well, let's get on to today's question and answer. Today's question sent in by Eli T. And he said, Anne-Marie, how do I find loyal customers? Million dollar question. Eli, I think the very first thing that you need to do is to be sure that you are so clear on who your ideal client is. Because if you don't know who your ideal client is, it's going to be very difficult for you to find them and for you to continue to build a relationship with them. Here are some couple of things that you need to do research on is to really understand who you want to work with. What are the things that they're struggling with? What are the things that they are constantly challenged with? In fact, if you were to follow your ideal client around, 
for an entire day, what are some of the common obstacles that they would be faced with? How are they describing those common obstacles and how is it impacting them to the point where they are just really frustrated? It's so very important to recognise this because then in your marketing messages, you can speak to those needs and, of course, the desires. What is it that they're looking for? What is it that they hope for? What are their dreams, their desires? What do they crave for? What do they dream about? What are their objectives? And then when you start to understand your ideal client, the words that they use to describe both their issues and their dreams, where are they hanging out? Who are they hanging out with? Where are they congregating? Those are the places that you want to go and hang out. And sometimes it may be right in front of your face, you know, opportunities to go and connect with them. But because you haven't gone through the process of doing this research, analyzing these things and getting really clear on those, your ideal client is right there in front of you and you never even realized it, which is really unfortunate. There are so many opportunities out there. It's just a matter of us getting really clear on what opportunities it is that we want to attract so that when they are in front of us, we know instantly, ah, This is another opportunity and we've got a strategy in place that we immediately flip into action and leverage that opportunity to connect with our idea client. Now, once you understand those areas and you know where he or she hangs out, you then want to start hanging out there too and building a presence. Building a presence of someone who is there to share, to support, building your credibility. So you might be sharing articles helpful hints, helpful tips. What you don't want to do is be there selling, 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 promoting, promoting your products. Hey, buy my book, buy my coaching program. Here's this new product that you can buy. You don't want to do that because that's the best way of turning someone off. But you want to start to build the level of credibility and authority that you are someone that they can trust. You are someone with a level of expertise, with a level of integrity, So that when they're ready to take a step forward and make an investment, you are then top of mind, Eli, and they're more likely then to want to work with you. So really, in summary, to answer your question, how do I find loyal customers? It's really getting clear on who your ideal client is. And another thing, just briefly, is to identify 10 characteristics of what you want your ideal client to be. And one of those characteristics may be loyalty. And that might be a really important value that you want to have in your client. Write those values down as well, because not only do you want to identify the characteristics, the problems, issues, the solutions that they're looking for, you also want to identify the values and who they are. Hopefully that will then align with the values that you have in your business too, because then they're going to be much more attracted if you're very familiar with the values that you bring and that is exuded in your brand message in your articles, in the presentations that you deliver, in your newsletters, in your tweets, in your social media posts, everything that you do, if you exude those values and they align with the values of your ideal client, they're instantly going to resonate with you and they will become long-term clients, you know, valuable, loyal clients because they really respect, they have such a deeper level of respect for you and your work 
that, you know, instantly there will be that loyalty there. And it's really asking yourself sometimes too, you know, what makes me a loyal customer to a brand? What are some of the things that other people are doing, suppliers, that has supported you in becoming a loyal customer to them? Sometimes that's a great question to ask as well because we often find what we naturally gravitate towards maybe an indication that they are our true values. For instance, being looked after, being in a relationship with a supplier that you really feel cared for, that you're not just another number, but you really are someone who that particular supplier values having part of their community. Um, If that's important for you, that could be something that you then have as a value for your customers as well and how you deal with your customers. So Eli, I hope that was helpful for you. If you have a question and you would like that to be answered in an upcoming call, then go to today's show notes. You'll find them at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP25. And you'll find a number of ways on how to contact us, reach out, let me know what your question is, and I'll endeavor to answer that in an upcoming show. Today's inspirational tip comes from Sandy Krakowski and her Twitter handle is at the at sign Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, Krakowski, K-R-A-K-O-W-S-K-I. And uh, one of her tweets was this, and I love this. I think this is just so empowering. Anxiety comes when we obsess about what may or may not happen to us. Peace comes when we obsess about who God is making us to be. Let me say that again. Anxiety comes when we obsess about what may or may not happen to us. Peace comes when we obsess about who God is making us. What are you obsessing about at the moment? On anxiety? Because you're worried about what may or may not happen, what may or may not be, what opportunities you may or may not be leveraging. You know, are you obsessing about something that's making you more anxious Or are you obsessing with peace, recognizing who you are, your authentic self, your authentic brand, and you know the gifts and talents that God has blessed you with, and you're stepping into that and allowing yourself to become the person that he destined you to be. Then you have so much more peace and go through your life and, of course, your business with much more confidence and clarity because you know that what happens comes from a much higher power. So hopefully you're obsessing about what God is making us to be because it will always be something incredible, always something great. So here's to being greater and stepping into your brilliance. Well, that brings us to an end of another show. I hope you've taken away at least one tidbit You know, one of the things that I've been encouraging many of my clients to do and people who have been on my webinars and on my Facebook group is to take one action step. What is it? Take one commit to doing it this week, maybe even today. How about that for a coach's challenge? What's one thing that you've learned from today's call that you want to start implementing in your business from today so that tomorrow you can show up even greater? Why don't you leave a comment down below on the show page in the comments section, voice it to the world so that I can be your accountability partner and that you really are committing 
that you're going to take a greater action step in your business. Also, if you haven't subscribed to our iTunes channel, I do encourage you to do that. That way that you don't miss out on upcoming shows and continue to learn the tips and strategies that I share each and every week to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. And of course, leave a comment on iTunes as well. Give us a rating that always helps in getting our show out there and touching the lives and being of service to as many people as I can. That is my mission. Thank you so much for supporting me in in doing that. And uh, I really look forward to connecting with you in an upcoming show. Bye for now, everyone. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details.